To the show. Uh-huh. What's going on? In the 2000s R&B mood. Say, her. Say, do you realize that the dream? The dream had that one sound, that crowd sound that he loves and uses it on fucking everything. You know what I'm talking uh, about? No. Hold on, let's see what's on here. Hold on. Girl, I'm in love with you, baby, and I want you to know that I'm hooked on your body and I'm trying to be yours. Remember when we had him on one app back in the day? By the way, the answer is, of course, he, no, he does not remember. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, no, I don't remember. Was he on one app? Say it again. Was he on one app? He was on one app. Oh. Look that I mean, up, I Billy. Remember. Pretty sure we had the dream. First of all, first of all, all right, you, why are you coming at me? First of all, we interviewed radio guests, one app guests, everybody in the same room. So it all mushes it, together. It, it, it does. It does. Oh, here we, I think it's in here. Here's. Sugar, 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 honey, iced tea. Prettiest one, I see. Little mama, I see. 2013. He was all on it. He went, was it? 2013. 2013. Clean up very nicely. Choose a kind of pricey. Match him up precisely. Good gene, nice tea. Like a food spicy. And she is the same. Hotter than a flame, but I do not know her name. Is it Keisha? Keisha. Is it Tisha? Tisha. Maybe Lisa. There it is. That was it. We're hearing it. Hey. Hey. What do you say? That's not a crowd sound. It's just an A. You're right. It's not a crowd. I was, yeah. I was confused in my head. But he uses it on a lot of records. That yeah. A is like a big thing for him. Yeah. He's fucking good, man. What What's happening right Why, now? Well, I was just listening to him today. Natalie loves uh, The Dream, so we, we were listening to him, and I was like, man, he's fucking Oh, uh, I see. You see what's going oh, on wait. here. Wait, before we even hold on one second. Uh oh. Hold on, one hold second. on, guys. Something's going on here. Okay. All right. Big shout out. Okay. Big, big, big shout out to the Gucci girls. Okay. You hear me? Okay. The other day I did an event out Gucci in Brooklyn girls. and two beautiful black women approached me and they had they both had on these big ass Gucci hats. Mm-hmm. And they were the Gucci girls and they said they were a fan. Of Cypher Sounds and Rosenberg. Wow. They were fans of the Juan Ep podcast. Shout out to Shayna and Shania. 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 
something like that. You you just you just tried to give them a shout out and then butchered the fuck out of their name. They, I told them I would butcher their names. I said I was gonna, oh I'm gonna fuck this up. I should have recorded myself saying their name so I would have had it the audio. But they were very dope. Thank you for shouts to the Gucci love. girls. Shout to the Gucci girls, man. They were not your typical looking Wanep fans. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, they. Oh shit! That reminds me. Here we go. Uh, what was the other guy? What was the guy? A one up fan came to my comedy show. A guy from London, Indian cat from London. Him and his new bride. They were on their honeymoon. Their um their honeymoon was coming to New York City and going around to all different hip hop uh hip hop, what do you call it? Hip hop places. Like uh like like landmarks? Like landmarks, that's the word okay. I was looking for. Hip hop landmarks. So they went to Brooklyn. They saw Biggie's house. They went to Staten Island just to see some woo shit. Wow. Uh, and this this was someone else. Cool. This isn't the Gucci girls. No, this is different. This was this guy was more of a typical one ep fan. Now dragged, dragged his girl to New York to go to hip hop shit. <laughs> By the way, that's a beautiful relationship. Yeah. When 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 they're down, I gotta tell you, I, I, so often you find like a we're so like warped in our society to to believe that like our uh, partners aren't supposed to like the things that we're into. Isn't that like the way everyone like acts like it should be all the time? I know like you what like oh I know your girl hates when you watch sports or oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. must hate wrestling. Um, right. It's funny and I it's so built into me. That, like, it's taken me get, getting used to the fact that Natalie's into collecting. Like, she likes, mm. like, when I go to throw away a shirt, I tried to give away a shirt the other day. Yeah. And I, I pulled it out, and she was like, no, nah, try it on real quick. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I tried it. She was like, you can't get rid of that. That fits perfect. What are you talking about? You got to keep that. <laughs> and I was like, I actually, at first, I have to like think, I'm like, wait, is this a bad woman? What's wrong with her? Why is <laughs> Why would she say to keep something? I'm, I thought they were supposed to just go throw it away. <laughs> no, you need that. But, <laughs> um, but, Adem is the guy's name. Adem and his girl or his wife, his new wife, congratulations, Harbs. Her name is Harbs. Yo, his name's Adem. Adem. That's crazy. Saif, I just what? watched a new show I'd never seen before called Love uh-huh. on the Spectrum. Yeah, that was him. And and there's a guy who's like, yeah, my name is Adam, but I I prefer Adam. Oh no, but th- that's A D A M. This yes. is A D E M. His name's actually Adam. Adam. That's but yo, yo, I gotta tell you though, love on the spectrum, Sife. I saw like the first two episodes. It's too much. It like you mean it's like too emotional. Like it's like yeah, uh, it's too emotional. Sife, too emotional. Sife, I, I mean, listen, I know it means nothing to our audience to hear that I cried. Like I said it to my dad. He made he my dad sent a crying emoji to me and said, Oh, you don't say. <laughs> but when I tell you I cried at the end of this season, when they told you like the couples uh, that made it, when you see the family's joy at people finding love, man, it's it's just amazing too, because it's really funny. We have a view. We have a view naturally to like sort of pity the autistic right and be like sad for them in some way it's natural we want to if you're a good person i think it's natural to want to be protective or like you know the innocence can make you feel um emotional immediately but like 
honestly, they should feel sorry for us. Yo, I was watching the show. These people on the show, they say some wild things, which is what makes the show so entertaining, is the fact that there's no filter, right? But, like, they also seem to have a fundamental grasp on enjoying life that the quote-unquote, I don't, I don't want to use the word, I don't even know what the quote-unquote word would be, but that those of us who are not on the spectrum, I, I feel like, I feel sorry for us. Yeah, they definitely got, some, I mean, I don't even want to say they got something figured out. I think we have, I think we as non-spectrumites. That's not the term, but go ahead. Non-spectrals. Um, I think there's, some, like you say, there's no filter. I think filters work both ways where we're too, we, we're getting too much shit filtered. Yep. Society, uh, social norms, and so all that kind of stuff, like that's filters. So then we have we get oh, no, you know what it is? It's a it's a bullshit filter. It's a, it's yeah. We get anxious about how we're supposed to be and who's gonna see us and what do we do? And those people, they seem to be like blah. I'm like yeah, straight up. Tell me straight up. Yo, there's a part in one episode. My man says he's this Indian dude, and like the show varies. People are on you know varying levels of the spectrum. Like yeah. for sure. Like some people, you could immediately know are autistic and others you might not know until they say it in you know conversation whatever yeah but there's this one dude and his his mom is giving a speech at his birthday and in the middle of her talking he goes mom are you going to be done talking soon (laughs) no he cuts her off to say that it's mom when are you going to be finished talking um the show yeah. is beautiful and touching and I loved it. And I, I wonder, I'm curious if any of our if we have any um you know listeners with autism who who have watched it, I'd be very curious to know how people in the community feel. Like is it loved? Do you feel like people are like laughing at you? Or, or do like you exploitation? Like is it exploitative? Exactly. I'm curious because on the surface, me ignoramus that i am i was just like i love this show this is it's both entertaining it's funny it's warm it's loving it gives you an appreciation of people not just the 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 kids in it their parents the amount of joy they all managed to share um it's lovely very lovely saif i also saw um top gun maverick yesterday how was it i heard it was good it was good i am confused by the amount of people saying that it was fucking amazing. Okay. I, I'm confused. Like, I, me and my friend Judd both came away with like, yo, it was really fun. That was a fun-ass movie. It was It was if you were going to spend the money and you want to go down memory lane with Tom Cruise and Ed Harris and all that there's shit. Action? There's action? Oh, the action's crazy. Okay, great. Boom. All good. So, are you... Are you uh, a lot of people are saying that it's amazing. You think they don't know what the first one is? Because I know a, a bunch of people that don't even know what the first one is. I think, no, no. The people saying it's amazing are of the age that they definitely have seen the first one and they wanted to see the second oh, one. Okay. I just, like, I can't... I'm just trying to understand. Like, it's so intentionally almost cheesy that yeah. I just don't know how you walk out being like, that but was you know fucking what? incredible. It's, um because you know what's also cheesy? Um, the Karate Kid show. Yes. Cobra Kai. And everyone loves it. And I love and it. I love Cobra Kai. loves it. Yeah. I watched the first season. And I was like, 
I didn't love it. No, I, it, it's fine. It's 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 because Sif, that show is great when you don't have expectations and you throw it on. You're like, yo, this is fun, man. Yeah, it's just what, a cool, funny show like any other show I watch. When people try to hit you with the, yo, st- yo, you gotta watch Cobra Kai. That now you're yo. changing my expectation, bro. Tom Cruise what is, it that, is yeah. it's it's uncomfortable, Sif. He's fifty nine. Okay, his face looks twenty four. His face looks twenty four years old. Yeah, he figured it out. He does. There's a juice. There's a there's a beach scene, a beach football scene, where your man is shirtless. You know he insisted on this scene. He's shirtless with all the young actors. He has as good a body as anyone in it. He's fifty nine. The whole thing feels Jennifer Connelly is in it. Ooh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh, Sife, you're gonna Sife. Oh, I gotta go watch this. No, Jennifer Connelly, I looked it up, is fifty one. Okay. Jennifer she Connelly's looks always been one of my faves. She looks forty. Like a great forty. Forty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that bitch looks forty eight. I'm no, telling no, you. No, 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 no. No, I'm being honest. She's a hot forty. And it, like and I respect a hot forty. Like there's Plenty of hot 40 out here, okay? She's a hot 40. She's really 51. Tom Cruise is 59. And I swear to you, he's a hot 32. It's it's it doesn't make sense. Like are you no, just they have they have entire they have a staff of people that keep them like that, bro. Like when I used to be when I used to run with, around with J Lo a little bit, there's a there's a staff. By the way, J-Lo's different, though, because J-Lo looks incredible, but J-Lo also can look real. She can look like she's aging. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't look aged at all. She certainly doesn't yeah. look her age. I know what you're saying. You're saying she it doesn't in a horrible look, way. I'm saying in a horrible way? You're saying in a horrible way that she would not like, but I know what you're saying. She wouldn't like it. She'd be like, I want to. I want people to think I look like a plastic puppet, but she doesn't. She looks like just a really attractive mortal human being, which I want. That's what I like. You say you mean like like no surgery and stuff like that. She doesn't look surgeryed out to me at all. Right? No, I don't think she is. Like I, I mean, listen. You can tell. Listen. Obviously, she makes herself up for the Super Bowl, etc. She looks fucking crazy, of course, and her body's still tremendous. She's in incredible shape. I'm just saying don't, she's managed to keep say, what? Don't say tremendous. A woman's body? That's bad. It sounds bad. Her she's it in sounds, she's in fantastic shape. Yeah, that sounds better. Is that better? Tremendous sounds. What like big? Yeah, it sounds big. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to J Lo. Um but the movie is fun. The movie is fun. The Val Kilmer part's a little depressing. You know Val Kilmer is like sick in real life, right? No, I didn't know that. There's a documentary about him that came out like a year ago. Oh, I didn't realize that documentary was about him being sick. It is. Yes. Oh, what's wrong with him? I think he can like barely communicate anymore. Oh, fuck, man. One of those. So they have him in the movie and he barely communicates. Um, At least he did it. But he did it. He's Iceman in the movie. Yes, he's Iceman. He's in it. Um... You know, man, I fucking love Top Gun, man. It's one of my faves. Yo, but no, so listen to this, Sife. Did you know this fucking stat about Top Gun? Go on. Obviously, you know, of all people, you know, 
the level of Navy propaganda it is, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. When it came out in 1986, yeah. The next year, Navy enrollment went up. Oh, five, really? Five hundred percent. Wow. <laughs> so, and by the way, it's going to happen again because this is going to be a smash too. It's going to happen right. again. And, and are you way, saying it's an intentional? I don't know. I don't know the what the policy. Like you think fun. the Navy paid for it? I gun? don't know. But I, I, I want to know. Want to know? Want to know the most typical of the times bullshit in this movie? The most yeah. typical of we don't want to take a stance on anything because we're scared of how it would look. Yeah. They never tell you who the bad guys are in the movie. Oh, really? It's a generic country. I hate that. What I the hate fuck that. Did is- they say the name? Never. Saif, they have some weird logo. It's not even a flag. You you don't even know if they're fighting humans. Ah, oh, that's whack. That's whack. No, we can't come out. We can't be China. Can't be Russia. Can't be this one. We don't want to piss Had, off. The- Russia's the one, man. Russia's the one. Cold War. Now, now, my friend, my friend, uh, I think Judd said he didn't think they'd do Russia because it wouldn't play well in China. Oh my god! And they and they want to do well. You know, movies like Top Gun are not made just to do well here. They need to make their money yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that's where they're going for it. You know, it's like right. it's like uh, it's like laugh tracks. It's like it's like laugh mobs laugh tracks. You're not worried about the U.S. play. How's it going to no, do in oh, Be- How's it going to do in Beijing? I'm killing it in the Mongolian province. <laughs> That's that all yo, the streaming numbers. That shit's like um what was the show last year with the what was the the Korean show? Oh, uh, Squid Games. Yo, Laugh Mobs Laugh Tracks is like Squid Games in the Mongolian province. <laughs> That's all anyone fucking watches. <laughs> yo, um sidebar or not sidebar, next bar. Uh, did you see Ricky Gervais special? I started the Ricky Gervais. Oh, he's so special. good, man! How is is he getting attacked or not? Nah? Yeah, there's some trans stuff going at him. He seems to have an uh. He's been doing this for a long time. This button pushing has been his thing for a minute. No, it's the thing. What thing? It's the whole. It's his whole his thing. thing. Yeah, it's always button push. Button pushing's always been his also, thing. Oh, okay, but let me tell you something. Button pushing sounds uh, like it's forced, kind of. I mean, he is pushing buttons, but also he makes great points. He backs up his points. He backs up his points. Now, I don't give a fuck about any of that. I just want to laugh. I laugh at everything and anything. I don't believe there's some things you can't joke about if the joke is good. Um, no, sorry. That makes no sense. I don't believe there's anything you can't joke about. Some jokes are bad. Some jokes are good. There you he go. He okay. always like takes the things that I agree with him in certain things and some things I don't, but it's still funny. You know what I mean? I I, I agree. I well, listen, I didn't watch the whole thing. So let me not I'm not co-signing the whole special, but like you know, I, from what I saw, like he does this whole part you, the part about punching down. Yeah. And he's like like a, a disabled, like punching down. Like if I was to punch down, he's like, that's the only thing I can do. How else can I punch down on a yeah, disabled, disabled toddler? toddler yeah. <laughs> I have to punch down or I'd miss it. 
<laughs> and then he's like, see? He was like, do you see that joke? It's because I'm playing on the idea of punching down and punching a disabled toddler because there's nothing funny. He was like, it's funny for me to say that. If I were to come out here and actually yeah, that, punch that a disabled toddler, one. <laughs> you wouldn't be laughing. <laughs> he's like, and that's why I took that bit out. <laughs> But listen, maybe I'll watch the whole thing and and I won't and I'll and I'll be offended by it. I thought the way he did it seemed Dave's Dave's shit. Listen, I'm sure there's other things. Dave's a black American. Gervais is a, a white British guy. They have different histories leading them up to this point. But I think where I ended up not loving Dave's shit on it was I felt he got sort of out of his funny bag when he did it somewhat, and a lot of it was more talking seriously about an issue. Like, that's how it hit me and why I was sort of... By the way, now people are getting angry. Oh, here they go. They're talking about Chappelle and trans shit again. I don't know if you guys know this. Cypher sounds very close with Dave Chappelle. Love Dave Chappelle. Well, actually, I'm going to be... I'm going to excommunicate him. What do you mean? I'm going to cut him off. I'm done. Are you seriously? I'm yeah, I'm going to go 12 years underground, come back. Maybe I'll give him another chance. You know what I mean? You mean like what he did with everyone else? <laughs> You're going to disappear, and then maybe you come back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ricky Gervais, I like his comedy a lot, man. I'm a, I like well, his lifestyle. I like his comedy. I like the way he's I, – I love the way he stands for what he believes in, man. Oh, he doesn't back up. I love that, man. Um, Did you see this? bullshit post that's going around is it about you being a culture vulture no is that going around well it should oh thank you i'm glad you're giving someone the idea um <laughs> no i was referring to this someone someone what says this is marky marky mark's daily routine do you see this moving around oh yes i've seen that before though this Wake is up at like 2 a.m or some shit this is pure, I just want to say, this is pure bullshit. Why? Mark Wahlberg's daily routine. 2.30 a.m., wake up. All right. I just want to say off top, that's no. too far. No, that's dumb. That's Already, whatever else you have is fucking stupid, Mark. Yeah. 2.30 is not when a human being should be waking up. I know it says a.m., so, like, you, if you believe that AM means you need to be awake, or, I don't even understand. Two, it says 2.30, wake up. 2.45, prayer time. So, real quick, what's going on between 2.30 and 2.45? What do you mean? Brush your teeth. Like, you got to stretch. So we, His alarm goes off 2.30. Okay, but I feel like then we should fill in. If we're if Considering this whole thing's a lie anyway, can you fill in 2.30 <laughs> to 2.45? Brush your teeth. You know, take your vitamins, whatever other Hulkamania bullshit you say you do. 245, yeah. prayer time. Okay. Uh-huh. 3.15, breakfast. So real quick, every day you're doing 245 to 315 in prayer? Half an hour. Is like, it I don't even think, I don't even think devout Muslims do a half an hour with each prayer. No, Muslims, yo. It's 15. That, bro, if that. Everything Muslims do is fast, man. Who's a who's a devoted Muslim we can call? Jamal. All right, hold on. Does he pray? What? Oh, okay, perfect. Rasan too. Thanks, Billy Jun. Who's Rasan? Bascom. 
Bascombi, as you would know. He's, he's, let's see. What's up, brother? Hey, uh, Jump Shot Jamal, it's, no it's, uh, Cypher, it's Cypher Sounds in Rosenberg. Holy shoot, I'm going to think. What's up, brother? Um, question for you. Um, when you do your Muslim prayers, I guess that the only prayers mm-hmm. you, you do are Muslim. When you do them, how, how long, <laughs> how long does it take? Are you talking about the ones that I do five times a day? That's right. That's right. Those? Like, yeah, like like let's start with your morning prayer. How long's morning prayer? Fajr is the shortest one. That's 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 two two rakats. So uh-huh. it depends on the surahs that you're reciting, right? Okay. So if you if you're reciting surahs that are ex- extremely long, you could be in prayer for 15, 20 minutes, right? Okay. If you're not doing that, then typically you probably finish making that prayer maybe five minutes, six minutes. Mm. And, nope. what, and what about and what about your longest prayer of the day? The longest prayer of the day. So there's there's three of them. There's the uh, uh, I'm sorry, there's two of them. There's the afternoon prayer, which is four rakats. Mm. So four. basically, four up and downs. Up and, and then down. Isha is four rakats, right? Four up and downs. And the same thing would apply there. If it's four rakats, and you're doing regular um, onions. Mayonnaise, um, if you're doing regular sores, maybe those that take 10 minutes, 8 minutes. Okay. You know, um, green pepper, mayonnaise. I'm sorry, I'm just getting a sandwich here. Wait, this what is a, the this fuck? Is interesting, what? Is that- this is, this is interesting, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm ordering a sandwich when y'all call me. Uh, that's it, it sounds yeah. like you have little nicknames <laughs> to remind you which brand. Like, <laughs> the green peppers, nah, nah, mayonnaise. No. Wait, by the way, by the way, and what, what's, uh-huh. what sandwich are you getting with green peppers and mayonnaise? Uh, it's a steak sandwich. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Where are you getting this sandwich from? What did you say? Where are you getting this sandwich from? Uh, I'm at Subway's, believe it or not. I, I want to not believe that. Yeah, I don't hate. I don't hate Subway. It depends. Oh, hey, Jamal, oh, it's oh my god! Oh my god! What? Remind me about. Just remind me about the burger. All right, I'll remind you about the burger, Jamal. Thank you for this information. It's very helpful. What What are you guys doing, Joe? We're, we're talking about uh, Mark Wahlberg's daily routine, and they say he wakes up at two thirty, and then he prays. For two, for thirty minutes, and I said thirty minutes is a lot of a lot of time for a regular random white guy to pray, like just a Protestant wasp. Thirty minutes feels like a lot of prayer. No, he's got to right. be Catholic. Oh, he's he's got to be Catholic, yeah. right? Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay, so here's the other part of what you have to realize historically uh, that happens. Right, is before we pray, you have to make wudu, which is basically a ritual. Of cleaning yourself, so like a shower without getting in the bath, for argument's sake, right? That's going to take you probably another five to six minutes. So, uh, any prayer you're having, if you don't have wudu and you got to make wudu, and the things that will break wudu are like if you pass gas, if you use the bathroom, if you uh, mess with any blood, anything that are kind of classified as un, un like unclean, right? Mm. If you do any of that, you got to make woohoo before you pray. That's going to tack on five minutes. So even though I'm telling you, shortest prayer might only take me five to say, oh, it's also sleep. Sleep is a cousin of death. So anytime you sleep, you got to get up and make woohoo. You can't. Anytime can't you sleep. sleep? Anytime you sleep. 
Anytime you're going to sleep, you cannot just get up and pray. Wait, wait. So, wait. So, so if you take a Correct. nap in the afternoon and you wake up from the Correct. nap, you now have Correct. to you now have to clean yourself before you pray. Correct. 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 Wow. Because Sorry. again, that's the 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 the, uh, the symbolism of that is like when you're praying when you're sleeping, right? Your heart a lot of the time stops. It's the closest you are to death. Mm. So, especially uh, if you're safe. <laughs> sleep out, man. That sleep out, man. Uh, so, a hundred so, times a yeah. night, he's almost dying. Yeah, yeah. So, nothing. Can't just get up and pray. Got to perform that uh, obligatory washing of your hands, your your hands, your mouth, your nose, your hands, your arms, and then over your, you know, left or right foot. Yeah. So, uh, basically, you do that. That's going to take five to seven minutes. So, basically, your prayers every single time are basically minimum of a 15-minute sacrifice basically each day. And with the longer ones, maybe 20. Wow. Jamal, thank you. you. Know? This has been very insightful. Thank you. <laughs> oh, crazy, man. All en- right. Enjoy your day. We're going to talk tomorrow, right? We're yes. Talk about- tomorrow, it's, it's official. Okay, cool. All, All right, right beautiful. Peace. There he is. All right, folks. The great jump shot, Jamal. Yeah, I, sharing a room with him on the road, uh I, by the way, I, I didn't want to ask him because he was already getting into a lot of detail. But yeah. doesn't don't you ever just want to say when is enough enough with the prayer? Five times a day? Nah, man, I'm I'm joking around a lot. I mean, definitely when we're if if we don't share a room much anymore, but once in a while we get thrown in the same room, and he will interrupt a TV show or a movie. He starts moving around. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's gonna go in the bathroom, wash up. <laughs> There you go. Oh, he's on his app. He's finding Mecca. He's on his app. Wait, he's fi- what do you mean? You have to find Mecca on the app? Yeah. What do you mean? To, to face the right direction? Yeah. You have to face Mecca when you pray. Then <laughs> one time, one time I was with Jamal and we was in LA, right? So he gets his phone out and it finds his compass and and finds east. Yeah, to right? the east, my brother. But then I'm like. I said, Jamal, I think from where we are in the world in Los Angeles, we're in lower Southern California. If you go directly east, I don't think you're hitting Mecca. And he's like, what do you mean? I got to pray to the east. I'm like, I know, but if but you got to face Mecca, if you got to face Mecca, I'm sure it's more of a northeast. It should be northeast. where we are. Yes. And he's like, what are you talking Like, he gets mad. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm like, just geography. Right, right. Ge- I think we're, you might not be eye level with Mecca. Right, we're not just west of Mecca. We're below it. And he's like, well, how am I supposed to? F-? I'm like, I'm sure there's an app that's not just a compass, but like you know, and on a compass, north is the is the the base. I'm sure there's an app where Mecca is the base. And he go, he's getting mad at me, and he's searching the app store. He's like, oh, there is. There is an app for this. And then, bro, so so he downloads the app and then changes his position of his prayer. I was like, see, I told so, you. So you were actually right. <laughs> uh, by the way, Mark Wahlberg is a devout Catholic. I told you. He says, he said recently. Hold, hold on one second. Saif has put us all on hold. He's Sorry. back. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, he's a devout Catholic. He, he like, converted, I think, later in life. Converted to a devout Catholic. Let's see here. Let's see what it says here. Here's a video of him talking about. 
facts here. You were a brawler. You got in. You were a coke addict at sort of 13, 14. Um, you got into gang stuff. Just about everything imaginable. And then you had almost what looks like from the outside to be this kind of huge epiphany. As you say, coming from that prison experience, you were very lucky you met this Catholic priest who guided you. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what was going through your mind, because for a lot of people, going to prison becomes the start of the rest of their lives and is not pretty. Mm -hmm. How did you manage, do you think, to make that break, to get out of that culture? Well, I had to make the choice personally, and then I had to focus on my faith. And my faith has really allowed me to overcome a lot of things and hard work. You know, nothing comes easy, especially when you've got, you know, your back against the wall and you've got a lot going against you. But I wanted to prove to people through my actions, not my words, that I was going to change and that I was going to make a positive impact on the community that I come from. And that's why I do so much youth work and, you know, with our foundation and with Inner City Kids and partnering with Taco Bell and the Red. I just, I just, I'm laughing at the timing of him saying partnering with Taco Bell. Love it. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Anyways, love Mark, it. that's a nice story, but at the same time, this list is still bullshit. So, <laughs> two thirty, wake up, two forty-five, yeah. prayer time, three fifteen, breakfast, three forty, workout, five thirty, post-workout meal. So you're telling me your 3.40 a.m. workout is almost two hours long? I'm assuming there's a trainer. Got to be a trainer involved, right? Maybe. Yeah, I would think so. Although, I mean, if this is your every day and it's in your house, maybe he doesn't need one. He knows his routine. He knows how to do it, yeah. Yeah. Um, 5.30 post-workout meal. 6.30 shower. So he finishes the workout and sits down for an hour meal unshowered? a long unshowered meal Mm post-workout i would like shouldn't it be like he's wasting time here he could easily just have a bar okay 6 30 shower also you're sitting down unshowered for an hour wake up at three i already saved you a half hour wake up at three right because why you who your family's not up eating breakfast no no one's right so so it's not even breakfast this is after workout meal post-workout meal what is this a shake a protein shake? Or All it's a, no, oh, because breakfast is three fifteen. Right before the that? workout, is that a full breakfast. I I don't you know. Got your fucking maid down. Your your cook down there making you steak and eggs. So post workout meal five thirty six thirty shower seven thirty golf. So real quick six thirty to seven thirty shower. So you have yeah. you should include whacking off on here too because clearly that's happening. <laughs> That's clearly part of the shower that you're leaving out. An hour. Now, here's the question. 7.30. No, hour. It's just. I, 7.30 is golf. 7.30 is golf. But here's the question, Saif. 8 o'clock snack. W- what golf are you playing from 7.30 to 8? Maybe he's just driving range. Like he just has a um, screen in his house and he's just hitting golf balls. Oh, I didn't even think of that. It could be in the backyard. Like, it could just be, yeah, like a. The screen. Yeah, or downstairs in his, like, man cave. Yeah. So golf, 7.30, 8 o'clock snack. Yeah. 9.30, cryo recovery. 10.30 snack. By the way, you you need to have an 8 o'clock snack, cryo recovery, and then another snack. Those guys are all into that uh, metabolism. So you got to keep eating to get your metabolism. It's like a, a tiny snack. Might be a handful of. Of nuts. 
of nuts or something, but it's but it's to keep the metabolism going. Eleven thirty, family time. What? Where's your? What, are they not in school? Re, uh, yeah, hold on. How old are Mark Wahlberg's kids? No, see, that's what I'm saying. This is old because I've seen this for years. It's been around for a long time, right? This is when his kids were like two and three. So, like, at 11.30, he could go hang out with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, because his kids, his four children. It's Catholic. You don't believe in birth control. Let's see here. His kids have to be of school age now. Wow, do you know on his Wikipedia page, it says Wahlberg was booked to fly on American Airlines Flight 11 on September 11th, but his plans changed the day before? Yeah, that's, um, somebody else was with him too. Was it Leo? Wow, really? I think Judd Apatow also. I think there's a, yeah, it's people that like, they got drunk the night before. And then didn't take the flight? Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Um, all right, sorry. So so where was I? Cryotherapy and then snacks? I, th- I thought you were looking up his children. I couldn't find their age. Uh, family time, 1130. One o'clock lunch. Three o'clock snack. I mean, you have to have lunch and snack back to back. Four o'clock workout two. Five o'clock shower. Oh, so your second workout's only an hour. Pussy. <laughs> Five thirty dinner. Seven thirty bedtime. This is it's horseshit, Sife. Yeah, this is bullshit. I'm sorry. Why not shift all these things? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Is that he's asleep by eight? Is that what it's saying? He's asleep by eight. It says it says seven thirty bed. And then that's it. That's the end of it. Yeah, that's it. No way. He didn't include anything after going to bed. This is not real. No meetings. This is if he's home with no work. I guess. Because it really makes zero sense. He doesn't do that on the road. Totally unfucking reasonable. So, Saif, how was your week? Yo, let me tell you something. Have you seen the commercial for the the Arby's new burger? Oh, Saif, reminder. Talk to me about the burger. Did you see the commercial for Arby's new burger? No. This means this means nothing, but I'm going to say it anyway. First of all, I was watching a documentary. You know those you know those uh like on what channel was that? Like uh History Channel or something. It was like they had like the uh they had like you know you ever seen um the men who built this country something like that like You ever watch that? No. It's like about Rockefeller and Carnegie. Not Rockefeller. Like, Rockefeller. Rockefeller. I <laughs> <laughs> Rockefeller, right. Carnegie, and uh, uh, the guys who built the railroads and the steel mills yep. and all that shit. So, <laughs> is this the so, Wagyu burger? Yes, but the the second I seen another version of that same show, it's like the men who built America. But it's like the guys who built fast food. <laughs> so, first of all, it was really fascinating. You know who Dave Thomas is, right? The founder of Wendy's. Dave Thomas is the genius behind Kentucky Fried Chicken. Wow. He invented the bucket. He invented the combo meals. He invent he made he bought it from He invented the combo meal? The combo meals. Wow. He bought it from uh Colonel Sanders, but kept Colonel Sanders as the face. All that shit. Uh and then he got jerked from his company, so that's when he left and started and created Wendy's. 
So anyway, whatever. It's just whatever. It's fascinating. But then um, they showed the Arby's guys, uh, and they try to battle the burger by creating a roast beef sandwich, which was harder and more expensive and harder to make. But they were like trying to be more premium. You know what I mean? Okay. Fine. That was in the in the fucking sixties, I think, or whatever it was, fifties, sixties. Bro, got it. You try to be different. For the last, let's say, 30 years, everything has changed. Fast food is the way of the world. America's built on fast food. Blah, blah, blah. Why aren't you doing a fucking burger? Like, when you drive it through, drive across country, you pull up, the only thing there's an Arby's. I don't want a goddamn roast beef sandwich. <laughs> why we, Why did it take you so long? I understand the foundation of your company. That's done. It's done. How have you Grow not up. had a burger yet? My my wife's cousin owned an Arby's in Texas for a while. So he used to take us to the Arby's, actually, like her cousin's husband. He took us to the Arby's and just was like, yeah, just take whatever you want. And I was like, oh, do you guys have burgers? He's like, no, we don't make burgers. I'm like, oh, you still on that shit? So I, I feel we should click on this video. It looks like a news special. It's called Weird Arby's Guy, and it it's, it has eight million views. I feel, I feel Check like we should watch it. Check it out. I feel like this is something we should watch. We should, what, are you, what are you about to say? I'm just saying you get what I'm saying, right? I not only do I get what you're saying, but I recently tried it because Natalie likes Arby's, and they had the commercial for the new chicken tender things. So we stopped by, and I had my first ever Arby's. Yeah. It's very hard living in New York and then trying, like, a roast beef sandwich from Arby's. Oh, like, no. Don't get the roast beef. Or whatever I got. I got the I got the no. Reuben. I got a Reuben. I'm like, this isn't. No, no. What am I no. supposed to get? I, that's what you get there. No. that Yeah, if you're not from New York, that's what you get. What do you get for if you're from New York? Chicken, fish, like, I mean, it's crazy. All right, let's watch this. Here we go. Just live, and Julie, what happened out there? Well, Dave and Glenda, they just finished boarding up the window pane and part of the wall here. This is a very busy Arby's. It sits right here in Woodward in Royal Oak near 13 Mile Road. So as you can imagine, there are quite a few people inside at the time. The big window went pop, and there was this glass everywhere. That was the loudest bang I had ever heard. It sounded like an explosion. I thought perhaps the end of days was upon us, but it turned out it was just a disoriented old lady in a champagne-colored Toyota Avalon crashing into my world like DNB circa 1996. Who's got their claws in you, my friend? Into your heart, I'll beat again. Just before 2 p.m., an elderly woman drove into the side of the restaurant while trying to park her car. I turned around, and a little old lady had uh, stepped on the gas instead of the brake and ran into the restaurant. She hit three people who were sitting down and eating inside. They were thrown eight to ten feet. I saw their bodies tossed skyward like ragdolls thrown into the air by the late great Andre the Giant. I don't know. They appeared to be weightless, hitting zero-G like the fearless crew of a forgotten Apollo mission, whose only objective was to obtain a beef and cheddar classic and return home to Kathleen Quinlan safe before sundown. I don't know. Part of me wishes I'd been hit by that car instead, so I could have gotten out of work early and gone far, far away from shift manager Masha's judging emerald eyes. No, I didn't wash my shirt in between shifts, Masha. 
So what if I smell like roast beef? This whole place smells like roast beef. The fire department transported Wait, it, all three hold to on, the this hospital can't be real. and tell us that the man and two no, women were in their third. Someone nah. dubbed. Someone dubbed it in, right? It's not real. It's not real, bro. But it's, it can't be. It can't be real. It has to be that no, someone wait. made that, and people. Bro, nothing is real anymore, man. It's too, you could do anything now. You could do anything. That has to be the beginning of a fake news. I mean, listen, it's not real. It's still funny. Very funny, um, Cipher. <laughs> So we talked about the important issues, obviously, that affecting America this week. Um, yeah. Top Gun, Maverick, mm-hmm. The Dream, Barbies. Mark Wahlberg's schedule, which has been out Barbie's for maybe Wild 10 Luke years. <laughs> the new Arby's Burger. Yeah. Um, Good show, man. Catch you later. Yeah, I think we covered everything there oh, was. Oh, what's up? Wait, are you about to get into something? N- no. I, I Well, what's okay? No, go ahead, please. What's up with this J. Cole basketball shit? I, I don't know. I heard he's um I heard he's going to play in Canada or something. I saw him playing. He loves playing basketball, this guy. But what is it? Uh, like a is it like the minor league or basketball or something? Or oh it's Canadian League. It's it's a Canadian league. Okay, so it's like the NBA of Canada. Yeah, I, I don't know. That might be strong. What do you mean? Is it a what other leagues are there? I just think it's I think I think comparing it to the NBA is a reach is all I'm saying. I think it's I'm sure it's good basketball. That's the business but. model of it. Oh, let me see. Canadian. Oh, it's the CB it's the CBA. Is that what is that? I think that's what it's called. No, Canadian basketball. It's CBL, Canadian Basketball League. Okay. What would, Jay, you, what would you compare? Oh, that Jay to? Cole Scarborough shooting stars debut. Okay, he already played. Yeah, I saw him. I sainted it. You know, I used to spend a lot of time in Scarborough. Why, why is that? That's where my ex lived. Yep, always because of a girl. Isn't it typical with me? Going to Brazil. Well, I was thinking about changing the name of the podcast to Natalie said. <laughs> I know. Listen, I am who I am. I am who I am. But you're, no, but by the way. I called the show Natalie said. No, well, Natalie, it should be called Well Natalie. Because it's not always that she said something. Sometimes it's like, well, right. Natalie likes Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Natalie, <laughs> I think well, Natalie is is the way to go. All right, let's check out J. Cole. Here's J. Cole. You ready? The post, skip pass to the corner. Cole for three. And Jermaine Cole is on the board in the CEBL with his first three CEBL points as the Guelph crowd appreciates that. I love this, nice bro. Inside- I mean, do you hear that? But but would you hear the? Uh, let me watch it again. Skip pass to the corner. Cole for three. And Jermaine Cole is on the board in the CEBL. I mean, the commentator dude sounds. It sounds very, like kind of like a college kid doing that. No. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what any of this means. I don't know the different degrees of leagues. I don't know if NBA is so much better than blah blah blah. Whatever, whatever. Is this the equivalent of like a dude playing like going overseas? 
Yes. Like when there's a kid yeah, who's yeah, really yeah, good yeah. at basketball, but he doesn't get in the NBA until he goes plays in fucking Czech, Czech Republic or some shit. Okay, yes, that's not that's not that's, inaccurate. That's along the lines of what we're saying. That's right. I fucking love this. That this guy loves basketball so much. Of course, you love to this. Play for real. That he stopped what he was doing, whatever his life is, and went and tried something different. Congratulations, bravo! So, Jermaine, don't let society tell you what you can and can't do because you do one thing really well and now you can't do anything else. Fuck that. Live your life. Wow. You hear that, Syph? You hear yourself? You know what you sound yeah. like right now? What do I sound like? There's, can, I, can I make a, an argument right now? Yeah. That's the worst rap song ever made. <laughs> uh, can I just say this right here? That should have been stopped the second the sample played once. Someone hey, should have come in like, in nah, 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 fuck that. What are you doing in there? What are you guys doing? Oh, we're just thinking we're going to sample. What is that sample, by the way? It's even worse, I think, when you know what the sample is. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's see. Who is it? Live. Cypher, this is the era of you and I on the radio, too. Ugh. <laughs> we had to play this a lot. Here we go. Live Your Life contains a sample of Ozone Dragon's Tea Dinte. Mm-hmm. Of course. You knew that? You truly never know what you're going to get with this program. Here we go. So it's this. Someone thought that was a good idea. So who brought that in? Who said we who need, brought that in? We need to flip this. Hey, who, who produced when, that song? When I was growing up, that was like the viral tick. Like now they have like viral TikTok song dances yeah. songs. Yeah, that was the song that like people dance to and put on YouTube. Got it. Oh, oh, the original. Yeah. Oh wow. That's why they sampled it. So I remember I, when that came out. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking weird. So you would pull it up on YouTube and dance to it? People, yeah, or download it, and people would do dances and shit. Do you think we need more help on this podcast, Billy? You think we need a booker? Oh, my God. Yes, we do need a booker. By the way, say... You you think we should have booked Jim Jones and Mayno this week? The Lobby Boys? They released an album. They're both friends of the... They're, like, very good friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you scolding Billy June now out of nowhere? Not scolding Billy June. I'm saying I think we I think we need I think it's time to grow. I think we need help. We also need to have a, a scheduled time and every day is different and it's hard to schedule a booking. Well, you could always ask. We could always just talk about it. No, that that one is not related to the other at all. <laughs> we could still we you're saying it's very disorganized. It's very disorganized. Um but... very, oh, so you're saying it's hard to book guests because we change yeah. what day yeah, I think that's just a conversation. I, I think that's just Hollywood Junior, and it took forever because of schedules. 
and we canceled and rescheduled a few times. Yeah, that's part of booking. That's just normal part of booking life. I know. I know. I book other things. I you, I booked you on something, and then you had to bail, and I had to find somebody quickly. Uh, Unrelated. the The song is produced I'm by. It's difficult to book. Uh, the 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 song is produced by Just Blaze. Ooh. I do remember that now. Now that you say that, I remember that. Do you think he'd be mad at us if we just asked him, like, why? Why'd you do no, this? No, let's call him. You, you... Call, him call him right now. <laughs> it's Memorial Day. Call him. All right, you're doing it. You're talking to him. Call him. <laughs> it did really well. Made a lot. The wireless customer you are calling is not available. Please try again later. I've, How do you make your phone do that? I, I want to do that. I feel like it's a button you can push that's like, there's like a go fuck this person button. Yeah. So like when my name pops up, he was like, get the fuck out of here. And I get yeah. a do no no. Yeah. Like, what is that? Because it didn't say his number is not right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a, I think that's a setting. I would like to know that setting. Maybe it's only on like you, Verizon or something. You want to say go fuck yourself to other people? I want that to be when Billy calls me to say that. When Billy, you know what? When I I have a new ringtone whenever Billy calls me, it's this. Special was hand to all my all my soldiers over there. I let me let me let it play a little longer. Maybe it, it's better. What you need to do is be thankful for the life you got, you know what I'm saying? Stop looking at what you ain't got. Start being thankful for what you do got. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Okay. That's right. Okay. Oh, it gets better when they take the sample out. It's not terrible when it gets yeah, to that remember part. He also remember he did the Wayne and Eminem song, which was like the other um, real like oh house my music God. thing. What is love? But, he did that. He flipped it though. He did. I like that song a lot. He flipped it really well. <sighs> I, but I was, I was, I have trouble with it still. He did this. Yeah. I mean, I still have mixed feelings. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. I wouldn't have used that part. Yeah. Uh, don't dirt on me and grow a wildflower. But it's fuck the world. Get a child louder. Yeah, my life a bitch. But you know nothing about her. Been to hell and back. I can show you vouchers. I'm rolling sweets. I'm smoking sour. Married to the game, but she broke her vows. That's why my bars are full. No, no, no. He he did a good job flipping it. Like it's not just Blaze not doing it properly. The song is flipped in a, in a way that he made it. I'll say this. Hear me out, Cipher. 
Yeah. He made it the Eminem Wayne one as mm-hmm. he flipped it as well as you could flip it. I yeah. just can't hear the don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> no more in a in a I rap mean, song. I feel you, but Wayne Eminem did go in on that. Uh, it, what really bothers me is when my man Alex Toussaint on Peloton. Yeah. When he decides to play that song on Peloton, I'm like, bro, who's getting hyped? I don't get hyped to this. No, Peloton is not for us. But I'm not, it, it's, not, it's my favorite. Ex- it's the most consistent I've been with an exercise thing, though. No, 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 no. The exercise is fine. The music is not programming us. is not for us. I, I get really annoyed. Saif, as a DJ, I feel yeah. like I feel like Peloton. And by the way, I I I. I if you want to follow me and see how little I work out, I'm Peter from Maryland. Peter from MD on Peloton. Um, you, as a DJ, I feel like offended that these people haven't like had a lesson. Like they should be. There should be a. They should bring in a few a DJs. DJ musical supervisor type of person. Yeah, bring people. in yeah. bring in someone. You know, a Cypher Sounds, a DJ Camillo, yeah. someone who goes, hey. Let me explain to you guys something called, wait for it, it's called Vibe. Yeah. Because yeah, they agree. switch sometimes. They're in one place, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. They hit the next one. I'm like, okay, this is work. And then yeah. they just go, I have no idea of tempo, feel, energy, yeah, like categories, none of that Nothing. Shit. Like, yeah. I think people don't. Just re- songs they like. Like, there's multiple ways to DJ. And like I admit, as I'm not a great DJ, but so I operate in an organizational way. It's like I follow artists, I follow time period, I follow a producer, whatever yeah. it may be. But I'm yeah. following something. Now there are really good DJs, like like a Cypher Sounds, who it doesn't have to be that thematic. He can just follow feel and tempo, and that will do it. it but you bro, have to follow something. No, it's feel with me, like. I struggle DJing because the songs have to match this vibe. They have to match. Uh, and you and you want the match. And just- I and I know I go I know a good record that can transition from this to this, but it's three songs away and I got to get to it. It's DJ for me. I'm I'm love on the spectrum when it comes to DJ. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Because it's never it's never that enjoyable as I want it to be because I am focused on making sure the vibe and the feeling is right. And to the point that it can ruin the whole thing. The f- fun that I'm having. Right, the right, right. The party's going great. Party people loving it. Going to and they don't one. and they don't know why they love it so much. Right. But the but the actual vibe for you, not as fun. Not as fun, no. Now, Cypher, do you think we should switch over to uh, Patreon? Yeah, because we've already given them a chock full of info on this version. I mean, they, they've gotten so many great bits of info in this. Think about all the subjects. Now, I don't want to go too intense here and be upsetting, but should we? Uh, I kind of feel like we need to talk about the events of last week. Oh. Like, how do we not talk about it at all? And that's what you want to do on Patreon? I guess you're right. Who wants to pay for that? <laughs> Talk about it here and then go to Patreon. It's just so crazy. Like, news. 
news happened that was big enough this week that it feels legitimately like I can't say the world changed or anything because probably nothing changed. Um, but an event so big happened that it feels like sort of there's a before and after. I'm not saying that will actually be reflected in uh, policy change or this not happening anymore, but it did feel like, did you agree? It felt, I mean, it did feel like a sort of epic. I felt nothing. I felt nothing. You felt the exact same. No, I felt nothing. Right. I felt nothing because I have not been paying. I've, by accident, have heard a couple of details, but when I tell you I've been staying away from it because it's so disturbing, I I'm out of the loop. Where I know, and I don't envy you at all. That has to be in the fucking loop. Well, listen, I I, I can't knock you because who wants to be there? And you have children. Bro, I can't even. That shit is so dev- devastating to even listen to, man. Isn't it crazy that, like, I don't think this happened before Columbine? Well, you know, yeah, like, Columbine was the first. Like, it happened once. But there's, like, an underground world where people are into that. Is that, like, is that what it is? They're, like... Uh, do they talk about this somewhere on the dark web or something? Like, is this? I I, I they know. know it's gonna happen. I know because you're trying to figure out. Okay, you're angry. You're miserable. You're not well. All of those things I get. And I and I feel for you. No, no, and I feel for you. And and we need to do a better job helping people like that. Obviously, but I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand why the expression of pain and anger would ever go to. Yo, I need to murder these kids. Like, yeah. I, listen, it's crazy enough to be like, I'm going to go out and start a fight tonight, you know, or whatever that thing may be. But like, I just am trying to understand where in your sickness, how you would go from feeling sad, feeling angry, feeling hurt, wanting the world to know that you're hurt, right? Because that's obviously yeah. a piece of it. Wanting the world to feel your your hurt, right? But that that could then be like I'm okay with murdering children. But but wanting the world to feel your hurt, wanting the world to f- see that you're hurt, but then getting killed. Right. What, what like, is, what's the win there? What because then you don't know that they're even feeling it, nor are they. No one feels bad for you after that. You're not going to get any sympathy, any love. Unless, that's what I'm saying. Is there a weird underground world where you do get love for that? But you're dead, so you're not getting it anyway. Right, but where these people are heralded and they and they think like, ooh, I want to I wanna be heralded in that world. I don't know. But like, yo, bro, I went on the next morning. In our first break on the air on Wednesday, Laura started crying pretty hard. Yeah. Then on the K show that evening, Michael's open open to the show. He was crying hard. Um, and I was incredibly affected by it all. But I will say there's a there's a numbness that I have to it in the sense of like seeing as I don't see them doing anything to change it. 
It's like yeah, that's how I, yeah, that's how I feel. It's just gonna be another day, another hashtag, another trend trending city. Uh, yeah. X city you've never heard of now trending yeah. and the same horrible stories. Now, the crazy thing is though, the details keep getting worse because they had the press conference the other day where the police gave the entire timeline. Did you, did you see any of that by accident? I saw like, no, I just saw where the guy, the guy said he was, he made a mistake or he was wrong, the sheriff or whatever. So they, they, Saif, they were in the school for like 45 minutes while it was going on. Oh, no, that's crazy. And they were and they were waiting for more. They were waiting for more backup and equipment. No, that's crazy. He hit. Oh, see why are you doing this, man? First of all, first of all, if I'm a cop, I'm going straight rogue. I'm going rogue. I'm throwing on the if I got to die. So that 19 kids don't like, bro, that's what it is. I, I can't like, believe Saif, they ended up. There's not three cops. There's not three cops. I go, yo, you don't fuck this sergeant. We're going in. Right. Then all you Texas, no disrespect. I like a lot of parts of you, but you talk about guns so much. One of my favorite movies is um, Hell Have No Fury. Hell Hath No Fury. You ever seen that movie? Um, No. These two brothers rob banks to whatever. It's a long story. But anyway, they rob this one bank. I think it's in Texas. And they come outside and there's four dudes in a pickup with their guns out because they heard someone was robbing the bank. Why is that not happening, right? All these parents, all these people in Texas, all this gun talk, they don't fucking go in there and rush this shit? Saif, listen to this story, okay? A an Uvalde mother said she was handcuffed and nearly arrested while imploring law enforcement to enter Robb Elementary School. Angeli Rose Gomez told the Wall Street Journal that she and many other parents were waiting outside the Texas school, encouraging law enforcement to act as a gunman raged inside. As her calls grew more urgent, she said, U.S. Marshals handcuffed her and told her she was being arrested for intervening in an, inv- in an active investigation. She persuaded local, local Uvalde police officers she knew to free her before jumping the school fence, running yep. inside to grab her two children and sprinting out with them. Yeah. The police yes. were doing nothing, she said. They were just standing outside the fence. They weren't going in there or running anywhere. A spokesperson so she jumped the fence and grabbed her kids. She went and got her kids. I fucks with her. I, I know. I fucks with her. Well, I would be finding every which way to get into this fucking into that school. If my kids were in there. Dude, how about this? Do you guys think that maybe we have a problem with the laws around guns? If any person can buy weapons so destructive that police officers are scared to go battle them? Is that a problem? Like, and the co- and the cops have the same guns. The cops have; they should have everything you would think, and yet what they have is so dangerous that I think they said it was as many. The number got up to as many as like twenty cops there waiting to go in while it's happening. It just continued well, how on. Did, how are they waiting? 
How are they winning? I know, and then, I and, don't then understand. and then the dude speaking, the the spokesman, he was like, "Listen, that was a mistake. They obviously should have went in. In a situation like this, you don't wait. You go. You you go." He basically said what you said. The answer is to go rogue. You go in. That's just what you do. But like, it's so sickening. Bro, you, every movie you never fucking watch these movies where that, or even an episode of Blue Bloods where Donnie Wahlberg's like, "I'm going in. Give me a vest. I'm going in." You know what I mean? Like, who, I, three cops, none of those cops were, like, military trained and didn't fucking, like, yo, let's just, yo, listen, we know what this is. Let's go on through the fucking backside door. Like, did they know where he was? Is that what they're saying? Like, yeah, no, I think they did. in one classroom, right? I think it was in, in two classrooms. I don't know. I mean, I, listen, I wasn't there. I can't, maybe I don't know all the details, but I don't understand how like three guys were like, Yo, fuck this, man. What's going? We're gonna get fired. Good. Good. Please fire me from this job that's making me not go in. Trust- I'd rather go be a fucking truck driver than let this happen on my watch. We know what's gonna happen. We know what's gonna Federal happen. Federal agents entered Uvalde school to kill gunmen despite local police initially asking them to wait. Two senior federal law enforcement officials said the federal agents decided after about 30 minutes not to wait any longer and entered the school to find Salvador Ramos. Yo, they had mad people there. So the fe- so the feds went in eventually. I guess the people, I guess the people that the co- the local cops were too close to it cuz a lot of their friends and and kids are in there. Is that what it, it is? Too close. I, but I, what else could it be? I have to assume that's what it is, bro. She went in and got her kids. How crazy is that? How is that? How is she the only one that did that? No, there was some cops who did that too, right? Well, I mean, the cops were trying to like hold people, not let. No, people I heard get there was in. some cops that went in and got their kids. Really? Yeah. That was like one of the first stories I heard. There was a couple cops that went in, got their kids, and then brought them out. CNN headline says, police failed to act quickly in Evaldi. Experts say their inaction allowed for the massacre to continue and led to catastrophic consequences. Yeah, man, that's a rough one, bro. An hour? That's a rough one. And, And by the way, he shot for 12 minutes outside of the school before he went in. What? 12 minutes outside. What do you mean? Shot where? He was shooting at people. He was he got engaged by officers outside before he went in the school. No, no way. Yes. No way. He exchanged fire no with police outside. And then no he way. went in and then they waited. No way. Swear no, to way. You. no way. No way. This okay. No, my brain's not gonna accept this. Right, right. Your Something's brain, going on. You're, you're, Something's <laughs> going on. How? How could that be? You know what's even worse? Please go, go talk ahead, about it, Billy. He would he went to school in that school district. And he was taught how to do all the precautions so he knew what to do to go against everything they were hiding and doing. Oh, like because he grew up he's him. only he's only eighteen, so the they've drills. been doing they've been doing all those drills, right? He he just knew what to do to go against everything they were doing. By the way, not that it would have been, I'm sure, that hard anyway. I mean how hard is it? I mean, it's elementary school, so yeah, these kids a, they don't know what's going on. You, and the and, and the, the, the crazy thing is, man, like People really think the answer. They, they, I, I saw it. Like I, I saw someone I know post about it. 
really believe the answer is to arm all the schools and teachers. That's the why key. not. Why not hire? Why is school not fully secure with security guards? I th- they, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about minimum wage, old fat white guys that are retired from whatever. Like I'm talking about security. Well, in this case, the, he was met by by an armed security guard. And what? And he was wearing bullet. I think he was wearing. Ar- did he have armor on? I think he did. Either way, he engaged the officer. How did he get in? He was. He he, he, how much security? How did he get in? How, how much security? How much security? If he could was he outside have? for twelve minutes. If he's outside for twelve minutes, how could he get in? What's happening? Why are the doors not locked? You never watched Lean on Me. When fucking Morgan Freeman put the chains around the doors? Right. That's crazy. I just, I can't. 12 minutes is a long time, bro. Let me tell you something. I hear, I've been around gunshots a lot in my in my hip-hop DJ days. I don't stick around. Kev, me and Kev was like, yo, we out. We out, bro. We'll hear about this later. I don't stick around, man. I'm out of here. I don't understand how that wasn't. Uh, I just don't get it. There was another shooting yesterday in Tennessee at a mall. Well, it, what gets me so frustrated is, is the answer of guns don't kill people. People kill people. Okay. So do you, is your suggestion that we get rid of humans? Because you're right. You are correct. It is humans operating the guns. Unwell humans operating the guns. But we can't know everyone who's unwell. Even if they even if we improved our mental health stuff in this country a hundredfold, you wouldn't be able to main, manage everybody with mental health issues. So my own my thought just goes then, okay, well, how can we limit the guns? You can't keep track of everybody, even if it's obvious. And it's bullshit. And it's bullshit that when we say that, they make it sound like I'm making a political statement. It's not fucking political. And get the fuck out of here with that even being, with guns even being politics. I, it's, politics. it's politics if I start arguing whether or not um, anyone has the right to a weapon. That's That's the amendment, which, by the way, I just want everyone to know, the Second Amendment was not created by God. Okay, it was humans who who created this. We act as if it was divine, as if the Lord came down and was like, "Thou shall have guns." You have no problem. Uh, uh, you have no problem going back on the RV Wade shit on Roe versus Wade. <laughs> no, that's fine. We could go back on that, but we can't go fix the Second Amendment. We can't, no, no, it has to because Sife, it's important. People need to be able to protect themselves against the military. That that's. In case militia comes after you, you got to be able to make sure you have your assault weapons because you'll be able to take out the U.S. Army just in case you want to fight back. And that's where I run into problems with people like Killer Mike or, or, or many others from all sides who say, no, I need weapons. As long as the government has weapons, I need weapons. Okay, good luck. You, you go, have your, go have your fight with the government. I hope you win. Nah, man, there's something else. It's not, it's the guns. I, I I agree. I agree with that people should have guns. 
I also agree there's a lot of mental health issues. I agree with all those things. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some dark world somewhere where all this school shooting there's like where's the forum for school shooters and mass shooters? Like where's the underground sub-level dark web world where this is like talked about and planned and is it, it you know what I mean like are all these people just acting alone like no they're online somewhere they have somewhere, to be right there's reddit, a group for everything reddit is big on that kind of stuff there's a group for everything so there's got to be a group for these people the subway shooter in new york was posting shit online no one even found it or figured it out for however long posting it where on youtube Oh God! His rants and his, and now he's best friends with R. Kelly in jail. Sorry, I read a whole article about it. That's that. What is it? What did you just say? The subway shooter and R. Kelly. I read that too. I saw headlines that they became friends. What subway him. shooter? Which one? The one. Uh, not the not the killed the one guy recently. No, the the, the one the one, one that was killed like seven the, people. The one that went shot. to taxes and all that before they right. Called himself in. What do you mean he's friends with R. Kelly? There's an article that they have coffee together every morning, and they they have become best friends in jail. That's that's a, <laughs> that's the story. And in my brain, I'm like, who figured this out and then gave it to the press? I'm not in the mood to laugh right now. <laughs> well, hold on, you're not in the mood to laugh, but let me just show you something. Here you go, side. Take a look here. R. Kelly befriend suspect in Brooklyn. Where's R. Kelly locked up? I think he's is he here. in New York? I guess he's here. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't joking. The behind bars bromance, it says in quotes. <laughs> it began at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Sunset Park. R. Kelly's in Brooklyn. The disgraced R&B singer is awaiting sentencing after being found guilty in his federal sex trafficking and racketeer case. All this time, R. Kelly's been in Brooklyn. Yep. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Why? You want to try again for one app? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, sorry. Sorry we had to go dark there. That had to be talked about. I'm just. uh... All right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for joining us.